0: Welcome to the Laser Lounge Podcast, which is a podcast for laser engraving business owners and hobbyists, both Gantry and galvo. We are here to answer makers' questions, hear others' makers' stories, provide expertise on certain topics, and in general, discuss how to help your business or hobby grow. Myself, Alicia Pate and Nate Armstrong will host special guests in the laser lounge industry or we may even just cover technical topics ourselves. You will be benefited by hopefully learning something new about a technique or process, or even just listening to another maker's own experience of what is working for them. We hope you enjoy our podcast. You can find us online in Facebook at The Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch, or on YouTube at The Laser Lounge at Pate Ranch. Come join us and learn something new today. Special thank you to our show sponsors, Thunder Laser USA and Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. Now let's get to today's show. Hey May, how's it going? Good, how are you? Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year. I haven't talked to you in a while actually With the camera perspective. Yes, it's nice to be back, but I am
1: going to remove something that's a bit dangling and I know somebody complained about it because it hits oh, my your table.
0: bracelet. Yeah. My bracelet. <laughs> um, <eating> a, <laughs> well, we're learning in this process. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. So first disclaimer. Hey, so welcome back everybody. This is 2023. This is our first live stream uh for the year. And uh first disclaimer is that we're all recovering from being sick. So it's it's like listening to people in the infirmary. <laughs> So we're going to be coughing and hacking, and Matt sounds like he smokes cigarettes. Uh, so he went and got five packs a day. Mm. <laughs> but um, so if we go on a mute or you hear some hacking, please just you know just be grateful we're here because <laughs> a couple yeah, weeks here ago we weren't.
2: <laughs> I'm happy anyway, I'm here. I made it.
0: Awesome. So for those of you on Facebook, uh, we don't see your name unless there's something you have to click in the comments or something. I'm not sure exactly what it is, but you have to toggle something and give approval to uh, StreamYard and it'll show your name. So if we don't see your name, uh, don't be offended. We can't see it all, but we can see some of the comments. Like I can see Jason's here. So welcome this morning, Jason.
1: Um, I can see Sarah Little saying
0: good morning, loungers. Okay, perfect. So, All right. So listen, we wanted to get you guys together this morning and talk about, before the year got too far in the first quarter, to talk about uh, business planning and and how you kind of need to look at your business last year, how you did in 2022, and really kind of do a retrospective on how you think you did, uh, and also celebrate your wins, right? We want to remember those, but also kind of dig into some of your losses and some things you did <clears throat> that maybe you say I don't really want to do that again or I should do something different and so we're just going to have a discussion this morning about that a little bit I'm going to kind of show some things that are more business related uh, and then we're going to jump over into some examples of our own and then we're going to open up the dialogue and the three of us will kind of chat about our own experiences here so that being said I want to uh, share something real quick in the Laser Lounge Facebook group, I did drop a file this morning and it has to do, it's a PDF file and it's the same one you're seeing right here. And this is really what all good businesses should do. They should do strategic planning when you start and you really want to do it for two to five years, right? It kind of sets your, your roadmap for where you want to go. And I dropped this example for you guys. My husband and I, have a little consulting company that we do this. We do this in our day job at work. And so we did this for a couple of companies around Houston not too long ago. But this this deck is a small, like 12 page, 14 page deck. It's easy for you to pick up and look at some of the fundamental things and say, okay, if someone was doing this for me, this is what they would be looking at. So out of the niceness of my heart, I'm giving you all that deck. So you really wanna look, talk about what are your, uh, your vision and your goals for your company. You know, this gentleman here was it's a martial arts organization and he really was faith based. So he wanted to bring some of that into his company and, and that messaging and, and leadership of, of uh, his walk. And so that was really drove his vision and goals. And you need to have that for yourself. You know, you need to have uh, for me, I, I like getting certain things out of my business and, and having that up front. That helps you define where you want to take your company. This is the main page that I want you to look at though, the overview of the process. I told you today that the three of us are gonna talk about the SWOT analysis. And we we talked a little bit about what that was. It's a piece of what strategic planning is. It's not the only thing you need to do. And it's really that number two piece, the assess. And so that's what we're gonna dig into today. But I wanted to just talk a little bit about this slide deck because I gave it to y'all for free. You really need to prepare. You need to assess where you are currently we're going to do it for this last year. Then you need to create your plan of what you're going to do. Then you need to communicate it. If you have employees or for me, like James and I and the kids are working together, we need to be intentional about what we're going to do differently so everybody understands. So if you're like Lenny, who has a big employee set base, he would want to communicate that to his, his employees and say, you're going to see some changes coming and these are the reasons why, okay? And then implement it. You need to actually start with those action items and start knocking it out. And then number six is a really important piece that most people don't follow through with is the evaluation piece. So every quarter you should be looking and saying, hey, I said I was going to do my website in quarter one. Did I do it? Yes, I did. Well, how is it going? Do I need to, to improve it? So you need to look at your own self and the performance of what you're doing and pivot if you need to. So I won't uh, continue on this anymore. I just wanted to explain to y'all why I put it in, in the file section. It's there for you guys to use. It walks you through exactly what these things are. Um, But we're going to talk about the assess part today. And I'm going to quit sharing the screen. So how how does that sound guys? Does that pretty sound kind of what you guys have been doing with your business or have you just been doing one piece or what?
1: No, um, I've, you know, right after Christmas, I've had a lot of downtime because I've been sick for close to a whole month, actually. And so all that time spent in quarantine away from my kids and just kind of like thinking through, you know, just my thoughts and process for um from the last year, it kind of was a great eye opener Um last year. Um, I want to kind of paint the picture and be relevant because I feel like some of us are in the same page. This is going to be what Alicia, year five for us.
0: Yep. Start of year five. <clears throat> and
1: so I'm happy to be here. Sorry, my voice is a little shaky. i I feel like there's a cough. It's because about you're so excited.
2: You're so excited <laughs> yeah. for this year, is what's going on.
1: That's right. No, I feel like there's a cough about to happen. I'm trying to like contain myself from coughing. Um But anyway, while I was, you know, sick and trying to feel better, I was just looking at all the things I like to look at it, taking a step back before I attack the 2023, looking at all the things that I said I wanted to do for 2022. I remember saying to myself, I want a better website and I want to really comb through the process and take time. So I took... The first quarter of 2022, and I did a full transition to a whole new website, Remove things that didn't speak, you know, the brand, the things that I want to bring to the table in 2022, and then only that, have a better checkout process, make sure my inventory is up to date across all platforms, making sure I'm engaging in social media. I need to do better. I'm just, it, it gets so busy, you know, day to day with everything. And so social media sometimes is taking a back seat, but in 2022, I feel like I'm better. Um I remember going in and thinking, okay, uh what are the big wins in the 2022 before I start in the 2023 mindset. I want to celebrate those moments, bad moments, key moments that made you better as a maker, as a business owner. Like what are those things i think you need to you know pat yourself in the back even though they're small attainable goals from last year you need to take a look at it and say oh my gosh yes i did that and i did yeah. finish a hundred orders of tumblers or whatever that's great and so what you're going to do for 2023 go back recelebrate those and yeah. continue that relationship and expand because who knows they might order other items from your store and so that's kind of like my general concept when i'm looking at you know what's my plan of attack for 2023 i want to be smart um in 2020. Yeah. i want if you think about it smart for me in in my intentional moment right now like you're saying i want to be specific yep yeah. and i want to measure A, I want to be attainable, R, I want to be relevant, and T, I want to be time sensitive. Time is everything for all of us. I know we're juggling so many things left and right, and so having those, you know, goals that you set yourself at the start of the year, I think it's really helpful. You need to have a clear picture of what you want to achieve, you know, think about-
0: You're very right about that, May, and um, that's, you know, really what you're talking about is what we wanted to talk with you guys today about. It's looking back on what you did last year, however that that method is for you. For me, I tried to break things out by quarter just because it was a little bit overwhelming. This is a little bit example how you could do that if you wanted. You know, I threw the calendar out, and I tried to go back and look at any notes that I had or some orders and just talked about what did I do from a strategic standpoint to, to change that quarter. And I just jotted down a few things that I did for me. If, if I, you look here on the right quarter, one award season is very big right now because I do a lot with FFA and they're doing a lot of shows. So the same thing is happening right now. I've got so many awards that I have to do. So that was a big one for me. And so that tells me, do I want to be in the word business? Do I need to put more things in my portfolio for that? And so I really need to look at that. I also got my first uh, fiber, <clears throat> right? And Meg and I got them at the same time. And to be honest with you, it sat there until the, the Lightburn version came out, right? So, but it's key to see that I bought a tool and I was trying to add to, to my shop. I also started a partnership with Thunder Laser USA, USA. And that was good for me. Right. It gave me um, more of a uh, a sponsor to help pay for some of the things like most people don't know, but the live stream costs like 600 a a year. Right. So it was able to allow me to bring things to you guys. And so that was a big win for me, not only monetarily, but also from a from a mindset. And then the fourth one in quarter one of last year is I really pushed hard for Etsy. Most people. Are like, oh, Etsy's there, and it, they do take a big chunk. But if I looked at my revenue from last year, it was an, almost a little over $9,000 just in like five digital files. That's crazy, right? So if you're, Those you know, just digital looking, files, yeah, yeah, wow, that's awesome. And so, yeah, so it's you, know, you need to kind of, yeah, and I only and I keep telling myself I need to get myself more focused in designing. Like Mae does all of her own designs. I need to spend time doing that and put them up on Etsy. The ones that I don't want people to use the same as me that, you know, I'm comfortable (laughs) with, but my gosh, it just sits there. I, I sold three last night, you know? So that was a strategic decision I made last in 2021 was to push more Etsy. As we got into the next quarter, I had a lot of personal things going on this last year, building our house. I tried to go in and quit Chevron, and they are like, Well, how about part time? So, I, all of that impacted my side <clears> hustle. And you also need to think about that and take that into account. So, when I look at, well, some of my year wasn't financially as good as the prior year, it's because I had a lot of personal stuff going on and lots of stress. And I would we'll talk to May about this, and it's like you just got so many things going on. Just get through those and then make some business decisions after some of that stress is away. The other big thing in the second quarter was I decided to to, to go away from one of my business partners with Hustle and Burn. I used to, you know, work with another person on that site and start this new one here, the Laser Lounge. There is a lot of upkeep and startup when you're starting a page and live streams. And I'm sure Alex well knows on that. And so do you too, because you guys are tremendous in the helping me in the back. That alone, I had to put my own business a little bit on hold just to get that social media stuff going. But then one huge win comes with the Lightburn 1.2 coming out. May and I, I can still remember us going, okay, Lightburn's here, let's go. And that really, it's funny that you say, you know, light burn, it really kind of was like a light. It, we all started using these, these, these machines that were just sitting there idle because of EasyCAD, you know, it was kind of st- stunk. As I get into the third quarter, and y'all can kind of see what I'm talking about here. I'm just jotting down things that were happening, and, and then I will use this whenever I try to go do my plan for next year, but I'll continue on. So third quarter, I really was pushing this community here, building this up, and then you remember May and I talking about, hey, we've got to start preparing for the fourth quarter in the third quarter, right, May? I know you were doing a lot of designs for your ornaments and that kind of stuff. I was trying to do that, probably not as good as I should have. I still feel like I got my my rear end kicked by ornaments, uh, but I could have been better. Uh, lots of time for me in that space of learning the fiber machine. I think it took my, my shop to a different level. Um, I ended up getting another fiber. I got the Thunder Aurora, so I had two fibers in my shop, so I was able to learn. And we were actually doing lots of videos and live streams uh, for this community. So that took my... St- my kind of my business, my actual delivering product business away. And then as we got into the fourth quarter for me, um, it was kind of interesting. I did a couple of shows. I did one in October that was great. But then um, I received the UV, U3, uh, U2 3 on the line. Y'all got it at the same time I did. So we were exploring new tools, adding new things to our toolkit. And then Um, I formed a partnership with Rotoboss Rotary Attachments, which is another big, uh, great feather to have in my hat. And then guess what? Boom. I got sick. I got the flu. It knocked me out for three weeks. So that really hurt my revenue for my business because I missed three shows. So as you see, go down this list. You need to do this for yourself. And it helps you look at things. If I was going to be doing it differently next year, I wouldn't have put three shows together in one week in December. That was not very smart so this is what you're wanting to get out of this exercise it not only does it allow you to dump some wins and some losses but you can make some different decisions i should have done a show in october probably november and then maybe two in december so that's how this exercise helped you so i'll turn it over to to kind of may and matt and y'all can share verbally <clears throat> kind of how your year went
1: hey matt we want to um get your input based on your you know, productivity and exciting things that happen in 2022. I know I've been watching you grow your business, so it's kind of trying
2: to (laughs) see. And that's the I think I'm I'm with Alicia here. Like I'm pretty much getting close to that point of like, do I stick with lasers full time or Mm -hmm. do I do my day job and still do this? Um, So for me, the biggest thing that I think I worked on this year, like you said, is productivity, Um, getting machines that help me just crank stuff out because I feel like that's something like in my area, there's a lot of people who have the, the gantry machines back there. And I think getting the machines that'll help me crank out lots of pieces quickly is something that a lot of people around me don't have. Um, and it lets me work with people who are in different areas too. Like, so you can order something from me from another state, I'll be able to crank it out and get it to you faster than people who are closer to you. So that was my big thing. And I know the three of us had talked about that too this year was like adding machines, like you've got the table behind you and my table's over here, you know, so I got to clean up that space. Um, The biggest thing too, like I know if you watch Laser Everything, which by the way, if you don't, um, on there, you can see Alex is throwing me a lot of props for making my workflow better. And that was one of my biggest strengths this year is getting my workflow. um, Like these tables that uh, Alicia uh, posted in the Facebook group the other day, I just went and bought another one. It's sitting over here that I just put together and it just makes everything better yep. you've got storage, you've got vertical space that's just sitting there, you know, yep. so the fact that I can rise, like raise my workspace and get tools and different storage things, mm-hmm. it's just been a big, big plus. Um, <clears throat> and then, sorry, I sound like a cheese grater. Oh, you're throat. fine. Don't worry about it. Right. <laughs> Uh, the biggest thing for me, too, is like I still need to get some tools. And that's one of those things. I know you, were, yeah. you mentioned Roto Boss. And for the UV, for me, there's like a couple of companies that are coming up. There's like a bar and a um, a brewing company and a winery that all want glass. And so my mm. big thing is the, the Roto Boss Low Roller. Like I messaged Jason a couple of weeks ago saying, hey, I've got the next two weeks off. I'm going to be coming over there. So one day this week, I haven't figured it out with my wife yet, but I'm going to drive over to Jacksonville. It's like a whole day. It's three hours there, three hours back, but I can like go there and actually see some of the cool stuff he's working on and hopefully bring back one of those low rollers that'll fit under here and let me just crank out glassware.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, let me know. So because I need that too. Um, I, know. I know Jason and I had a chat um, just before the New Year's and I know I've been pestering him about it. Um, so he knows I need it. Um, yeah. Now, you guys, you
0: guys have really, both of y'all have really done a lot of glassware. And I think that's where this new tool of us making a decision to like add, spend the money, add to your shop, the UV, it, I, you just can't get any better with glass unless you're full well, on sandblasting.
2: And it's like you said, it's because of light burn. Like, honestly, this kind of yeah. stuff with EasyCAD, having to take the time to learn a new program and all that. Lightburn's made this so accessible
0: yeah, and
2: it's made the machine. So it's like, uh, why wouldn't you try and go this route if you got the money or you've got the capability, you know? So that's been my biggest thing. Like my biggest strength has been getting my physical space ready. Hey, there you go. That's awesome.
0: Oh, nice. We
1: we got his attention. Yeah. (laughs) So,
2: but that's the thing. So getting my physical space ready and getting my tools in order, because it is one of those things where I've got to make the decision because this, quarter four about telling yep. me like that's why I got this sick like I would be awake same. from and y- y'all know they, they'd be messaging at two o'clock in the morning and they're like why the hell are you awake you have to go teach in like three hours and I was like yeah I got stuff to make so just saying that's yep. that's kind of been my year so far is just productivity workflow and tools yeah that's, that's
1: good
0: same way. um
1: like what Alicia is saying I look at you know after I've done my look back of what I've done the previous year. And then when I start really breaking it down, I also start by the quarter. You know, I have I have it in categories. Like what do I want to achieve in the first quarter? That way it's easier. I feel like it's bite-sized. I can I can, you know, take it, kind of like let it, you know, simmer, and then I digest it. Um, and then w- what are the improvements that you can do as a maker to improve, you know, your lifestyle too? You you can't just, like, have everything set in stone, plan, plan, plan. This is what you're going to do. You also need to carve out what will be better for you, you know, emotionally, mentally, as a maker. You need to also carve out <clears throat> some time for self-care, I feel like. I feel like that's really important. Um, last yeah. year, even though, you know, I did – carve up you know a little bit of time off and things like that i think towards the fourth quarter i really needed it um you know like alicia was saying she kind of planned a bunch of shows back to back and i think moving forward for 2023 i don't want to kill myself um i really don't need to be in any of the um shows i'm i'm blessed You know, I feel like I'm blessed in, in that regard. Um, I feel like I've matured enough as a business owner, and I don't really need to be out there.
0: I no, you be- know, you and I talked about that a little bit, May, mm. about how many shows do we, once you get a little bit of some years underneath your belt, and you've got your name out no. there, you don't need to do this anymore. Unless no. you just really love it, but it's, it's a pain doing a show.
1: Although, just- you know, I, I, I do love... Yeah, Yeah, I mean, I love being out there because uh, locally, I feel like I know a lot more people just based on, you know, my history and personal life and stuff like that. And so I do love getting out there, you know, meeting new people, meeting new clients, meeting potential clients that will lead to your success for the following year. I do love that. I see it for 2023 as a marketing kind of like my community involvement. And so I I honestly don't see myself doing a lot of shows next year.
2: And so I've got a question for both of you then.
1: Yeah,
2: sure. So and I know Alicia's already got people who can like help her here. So my question is one of my weaknesses, weaknesses, and I know we're getting into the SWAT thing at this point, but one of my weaknesses that I wrote down is that I'm a one man shop. There's yeah. so many projects that if I set it up on the fiber, all you do is press the damn button, you know, like once you've got it set up and you've done all the work. And so yeah. <clears throat> I wonder for you guys, cause that's, see, that's the one thing I've not done yet is shows because they're so time consuming with the kids and my wife and everything. It's, that's a, a no-go, but like, would you guys ever be open to having someone run a show for you? Like you set it all up, make it look pretty. And then um, I've
1: done that act- actually this year. Yeah not by choice by accident one of my, my, one of my biggest shows and I think I didn't tell Alicia at the beginning I think after I surpassed that major I was like it was a big letdown on the the biggest show of the year it's like my super bowl you know I've worked on right. it for the whole year and now it's game time on the very first day After a few hours of my show, after meeting my goal, in two hours, I've met my goal.
2: That's so
1: badass. So, I've paid for my, you know, my one-week show within two hours. That's so so cool. In my head, oh my gosh, I got this under the bag. I am like, let's go. (laughs) Within a few hours, I got sick. Like, sick. I was vomiting. I know TMI. I'm (laughs) not going to go into details. And then I spent a few hours behind the curtain, clients were coming in. I can hear them. Where's May? Where's May? Thankfully, I had a shop helper.
0: Oh, and she managed
1: it. You know, from the start, I was like, you know what? I'm going to step back behind the curtain and you run this. And like, you know how to check out people. We have prices and stuff like that. And so I think that was a big eye opener for me. As much as I want to be part of it, Cause it's, it's my brand. It's my name. It's, it's me. They want it. Yeah,
2: me. absolutely.
1: And I can hear the clients coming in saying, Hey, where's May? I want to talk to her. It's like, no, she's not feeling well, but she will be back maybe tomorrow. And so my husband saw me in the back, like pale, like no laughing. Mean, yeah. I just look like I look like death. And he said, I think you need to go home. And that was at two 30 in the afternoon by three o'clock, I went home and collapsed. I think it's because I've been preparing for it. I was running myself and finally somebody's looking out there for me and said, I think you need to go home and, and take care of yourself. And so I did, I collapsed my, my shop helper did a great job. Doubled what we made in the two hours.
0: Well, I was gone, and I was like, okay, why am I so worried? Yeah. You know, it, yours happened That's by accident great. just because of what, what you were going through. But I have a, a girlfriend who has a clothing boutique, and she would hire people to go and run her her booths. That, that was the whole thing. I don't know if she just paid a minimum wage or how she found them, but they would actually do that work for her just because it was too much. So big shows, she would yeah split it with them. I mean, stay there with her, but other shows would be in other States and she would go and sit there and and do all that work. Yeah. So, you know, it's, I know people do it. Um, I, I have not gotten my place where I'm willing to. You're cutting out a little bit. Oh no, she froze. She froze. The Ranch wi back. you're back. Yeah, this is, uh, this is um, Starlink now, so we're, we're playing with Starlink. Really fancy. I know. All right, so let's do this. So what I want to do today is I want to also now kind of walk over to the SWAT and kind of go over that a little bit. So let me bring that up. Mm-hmm. I like okay. Part. Can y'all hear me and then the communication is good?
2: Yep, sounds good. I, yeah.
0: Okay. You sound great. Okay, so yesterday I dropped in the uh, the Laser Lounge Facebook page some material to SWOT analysis. I'm not affiliated with that site that I dropped. It was just good content, and I didn't want to recreate the wheel. There's also a, a video YouTube on what it is. But in, the, in your screen here, this is essentially it. And this is the part where you assess your business. And so what you would want to do is you want to have four categories. You can do this on a piece of paper, in an Excel file. This is just a pretty one right now. So you just want to walk around this wheel and start writing things out. So what are your strengths? If I was doing mine, I would say, you know, I'm extroverted. I don't mind pushing myself. I like taking risks. And so I'm just going to keep doing that and writing those things down. Another one of my strengths is I have many Uh, tools in my toolbox. I've added new tools so I can do more things. My production is a little bit higher because I have two CO2s and and a few other Galvo machines. So I would continue to do that. Another strength of mine is I have a huge network base. I have a lot of people that I leverage that network and I'm not shy about it. So you want to write those things down. You can also bring in some of your personality stuff into this, right? One of my other strengths is I'm a glass half full person, so I'm not shy and I'm willing to go try things. That's good to know as well. And then as we work our way around, we go to our weaknesses. Well, one of my weaknesses is I probably take on too much, right? Um, I have a lot on my plate. Uh, Maybe I'm not at my workflow, as Matt was saying earlier, I could probably rearrange my, my, my shop here to be a little bit more throughput organized. I'm, I'm a little hunky junky in here. I need to clean it up. Um, I've got too much going on. You know, one of the weaknesses is that I do have a day job that, that creeps over into how much I can get done. So you're going to note those things threats. Okay. let's just be honest. There are so many people in this space. Uh, we have, how many people have lasers? So it's, Even though everyone likes to say it's flooded and there's enough work for everybody, you also have to be realistic and say how many people right around the corner are are from you that have a machine. That is a threat. That means you need to have your game on and you need to elevate and and be unique and do things differently. So those are the things you need to write down. Another threat is your time, right? Like how how much time am I allowing to the business? So you wanna walk through that conversation. Now let's look over into opportunities. Well, I have, I'm fixing to get another machine, and I have the UV. There's an opportunity for me to really expand my my business into the glassware space, right? Just like Matt, you, and May were both talking. Uh, May's doing a lot of work with the um, wholesale side with glassware. That's an opportunity that she has next year to really expand that more. So that's how you would start filling out a SWOT. Now, there's a couple of things that I want you to remember when you're doing this. You can do it as your business owner for yourself and you should. But I also think it's important for you to do with somebody who's close enough to your business to add that different feedback. That's where you really start getting some more critical discussion things that you need to change. For example, mate, your husband sees a lot of what you're doing. Have this discussion with him. When James and I do this, we're typically sitting on the patio with a glass of wine or coffee and we'll say, well, what was our weakness this year? You know, we overcommitted too much. And he sees things that I don't necessarily see, right? Uh, you know, if you have employees, you should have them fill this out. I have another example here. I want to see if I can. Okay. This SWOT analysis here, when I was doing some consulting work, I interviewed uh, some people at a company. She had 30 employees, and we went through. This was a um, like a family and crisis center and we went through and did a SWOT analysis and we interviewed, I think there were like 30 employees. And this is the data we got out of there. And each person had a different perspective, right? And it was nice to see that because the employees were giving different feedback, right? Like if we just look at this, threats, volume of cases. So they were a little bit overworked and overloaded. Uh, Policy and protocols with partner agencies. You start seeing that, hey, what is the employee being impacted by, right? So if you have employees that work for you, and if it's even a small high school kid or a larger staff like Lenny has, do the SWOT analysis with them. Have them fill out this, this uh, you know, four piece element and let them give you feedback. So in a nutshell, that's what the SWOT analysis is. And then once you have this data, you'll start looking at it and going through it and saying, okay, I need to create action items off of it. If if I'm looking at this one, uh, let's see. Let me see if I can find a good one. I got a Uh, quick
2: question for you. Yeah, go ahead. What are those little orange numbers? Is that the number of people who agree with it or the?
0: Yeah, these are the numbers for those employees, how competitive process that came in. And so if you were looking at this one and they said seven people, you know, emphasis uh, and yeah, there's a big issue happening here. Okay. Yeah. This is how we reported it out to the client. And then what we would do is we would look at this and say, we need to create some action items around this. Mm -hmm. Because you remember me showing you that other slide deck where I said, it's great to do a SWOT, but if you don't do anything off of it, then it's nothing. You're just reviewing it. So what James and I did last year is we took our SWOT and then we reviewed them and said, okay, one of our weaknesses was I wasn't marketing in this area where I moved to with the ranch. So what are some actions out of that? And it was, okay, well, I'm gonna go to the Big Easy, you know, ranch and see if we can get in there. I'm gonna go over here to this wedding venue. And some of it we followed through with and some of it we didn't. But those are the, you need to put actions based off your results that are coming out of your squat.
1: I like what Jason said here. Um, I just kind of want to highlight this. Um, He's saying, I'm going to highlight it It says. uh, It is hard because of liability and material waste. I totally agree 100%. And this is going back to, you know, introducing helpers, you know, to kind of help, you know, help you operate your business. And I agree with this. And, um, you know, even though, I wasn't trying to underestimate my helper at that time. I felt like she's done it enough with me that she's more than capable of running the whole show, even without me for a whole week. Yeah. Um, the key is also finding finding a good balance of, OK, do you trust this person? This person is taking money. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, you know what I mm-hmm. mean? Um, you, and it's hard, it's it's really hard, because especially if people are playing, paying cash or whatever, and, and also shop helpers that are actually using your expensive machines. Um, there's training involved. Um, what if they burn yeah. something? Um, and so definitely have those systems in place uh, and make sure that you have insurance, <laughs> make them sign liability forms. You know, I know Al- Alex from Laser Everything has covered, you know.
2: <laughs> Miranda, Miranda I, is the legal department.
1: That's right. Yeah. That's right. I feel like he's got a legal staff uh, on retainer for everything. So I do like <laughs> that. Um, it just—it's. I think it's—it's it's great for your business because you'll just never know. You <clears> there <throat> are some crazies out there, yeah. and it just—you know—protects what you've created uh, for the whole year. I kind of want to share. Yeah. My, my thing and it's it's hard i'm just gonna say it out loud so for me um my strengths uh i think i'm innovative i'm creative um i need to do better and just um maybe put out more um I, uh, what do you call this just be better with graphic design in 2023 i just need to push myself a little harder And then marketing, um, explore new ideas and fine-tune standards that I've developed from last year and the years past, and just keep developing and fine-tuning and find best practices. And then um, continue to explore merchandise development. I feel like, to me, I can take, I see that as a big plus for my side, for my business, because I can think of a general idea and then I'm able to expand and create a collection out of it. I think it's because of my background as a corporate marketing um, person, um, my backstory I was really great as a team member in creating um, a full look from internal and external, from your packaging, from your brand identity, logo and all your collateral items. So I feel like to me, that is a big plus in my business and how to grow. My weakness is retiring um, things that's not on brand. I just need to let go of some things that don't serve the brand. And so, again, I'll come through what I have offered in 2023, although I have cut half of it from from 2021. And then 2022, there are some people asking for things, and I've learned to say no, and I don't want to say no. I'm the type of person i'm a yes person because yeah. i don't want i don't want people to think that's my weakness because i know i can do it but it doesn't mean if you can do it does it really serve you
0: yeah um, and i don't want to throw you off your your vibe here but i want to poke on that a little bit a lot of makers myself included are having that same problem of mm-hmm. saying no to certain things right and so I'm thinking what I'm going to do to mitigate that. So my action plan around that is going to be finish my website. And that's, unless it's something that brings sparkle and joy, I'm only doing those things like, and I don't know how well that works. Your website is pretty much on point, but in a lot of it is still like, you know, Hey, I'm not going to take that order, but I'm thinking if I say, this is the, the things that I'm offering now you could pass them off to somebody else. I don't know how easy that is to actually do in practice. So I'll let you continue what you were with your weakness. Well, I think you're,
1: you're, you're, you know, okay, here's what I'm thinking. I know we are surrounded by people upgrading to bigger lasers, people getting more tools in their shop, people that have more employees and things like that. And so take a look at your surroundings and what benefits you and your shop. If you think it doesn't benefit you, pass it on to someone. It doesn't yeah. mean it doesn't mean that you're passing on to them because oh my gosh, you know, Matt could just do this. But if I know, if I know Matt can do it, not only serving my customer because I know my customer will come back for me, but if This person is shipping to Florida. It just makes more sense, and and and, and I'm looking at my production level where I am at, and when when the inquiry is coming in, if I know Matt can handle it, I'm more than happy going to give it to Matt. I'm not seeing Matt as my competition. I'm seeing that as the leverage to help you as a business. Exactly. So <clears> I, I've I've reached out and I've I've given away business to other makers because I know they can deliver. Do I just give it out to somebody that doesn't know what they're doing? Of course not. I'm gonna give it to somebody that I know that can deliver. Because yeah. my my if I'm referring somebody to Matt or to Alicia, I want to make sure they're doing a good job. Right. And right. so I'm a little bit mindful. Yeah, a- I'm yeah. sending somebody to somebody. I just want to make sure Matt or Alicia can follow through because that's yeah. also my name on the line. Um, yeah. And then on top of that, my weakness, I, I remember last year I just sat and sat and I'm looking at my Instagram and all these other people that I'm following. <clears throat> and all of a sudden I had this fear of, Oh my gosh, I'm missing out of all the pop-ups. Everybody's going to this market and to this market, And here I am. Because I said in 2022, I'm only doing a handful, but at the first quarter hit and um, I was paralyzed because I was really feeling FOMO of because of other people are doing um, pop-up markets. And to me, that's a big weakness because I do love it. I'm a social person. I love talking yeah. to people. I love being out there. I've got it down to a sign, so I know I can rock it, um, but- You know, I had to, like, remind myself, reel it back in, reel those emotions in, and remind myself, I don't need to be in all of them. Yeah. Um, And then plan ahead. Sometimes I like to plan ahead, and sometimes I let things sit. And um, I know I did um, the first quarter last year, to be honest, and this is, like, um, a confession, a maker confession, if I say so myself. So... (laughs) At the start of the year, I told my husband after we left for, ski, you know, uh, after Christmas, I said, "Let's go skiing," and we took all the kids and we had a great time. We come back, I'm thinking I'm gonna be refreshed and you know, I don't know, energized for for the whole year. Well, I was wrong because I was still tired from the year before.
0: Yeah, whipped your butt. Yeah, it
1: took me three months. To get back where like i'm
0: you
1: know. yeah i, I need I, I might to get my groove back and so i think this year even though i'm feeling a little bit of that last year i told my husband i'm like i think i'm broken i can't design <laughs> anything and i can't think of yeah. anything." but then i used <laughs> that and turned it in a way if i'm not functioning in that department but i'm good at other things let me refocus my energy and building my <clears> new <throat> life. And that's what yeah. I did. I just kind of cleaned house, you know, spring cleaning kind of. and That
2: productivity makes you feel better.
1: Yeah, exactly. And so um, another thing that I'm weak about, I love donating.
0: Mm.
1: But this year, I'm going to put a cap on donations. I'm, I'm going to say no, not because I don't want to help. I'm going to look at it strategically and put a cap on it. I can't yeah. donate to everybody. I just can't help everybody. And so that will be my goal this year because last year and the years past, I'm
0: just giving stuff away. Like- yeah. You know, that's a, that's a great topic. because <coughs> I, ha- I asked that question one time as a Facebook post and someone said, well, you should never donate thinking you're going to get something in return. And I'm like, Okay. I'm not sure that I necessarily believe that because otherwise I'm giving, if I'm giving out a lot of product, yes, it's out of the goodness of my heart, but there's got to be some benefit both ways. Eventually, if I'm giving away $2,000 of product a year and I'm not getting any return out of it, then, you know, I know there's some tax benefits to it, but you want to hope that you get some return business of someone saying, oh, I got a cool product. So, I putting think your you name
2: go into everything the year. all that stuff.
0: Yeah. I think if you go into the year and you say, I'm only going to donate, you know, $1,500 worth of, of donations this year yeah. and you earmark that that's the way to go. Otherwise it's almost like friends and family that rip you off. <laughs> well, I think it's, exactly. to know, um, you
1: know, like you said, have a tally sheet of where you are at the start of the year. And if you think, you can add a few more donations, you can sprinkle it in, you know, yeah. quarter, maybe you just do one a quarter. Yeah. You can say, you know, I remember when I worked in corporate marketing, uh, we would look at our full years, you know, um, by, by the quarter. And then we would say, do we have marketing dollars for, yeah. the, you know, this quarter, this quarter. And then for some reason, since we've been a little bit frugal up until the third quarter, the fourth quarter we have enough money and so that's when you take a look and say okay what can we spend our money on and so a lot a lot of the people are donating more around the fourth quarter quarter and a lot more companies are you know willing to spend the money on christmas gifts um one more thing that i want to add as my form of weakness i want to say is um i remember last year even though i said Okay, I'm not going to do that job because it doesn't meet my house minimum number. What does that mean? For me to touch a job, I need it to be a certain amount. And there's been a few times because I've had some friends, close friends that love to order. And so I did it. Um, And so can I avoid it
0: this coming year? I don't know. Just curious. What is that minimum number? I need to do that. uh,
1: I think there's there should be a number for family
0: and friends, and yeah. then
1: a number outside of that. And so I'm gonna turn that way. You're not off.
0: making one keychain. Yeah,
1: <laughs> brand new one design, one, one keychain. Yeah, I had one person after mm-hmm. I closed my shop after the big one week show. This person sent me a message on my um, my messenger on my website. Said, hey. Can I customize one keychain? I'm like, no, I'm sorry, uh, my shop is closed.
0: So I think. And see, I think you know that point too is where let's okay. say, it brings back in the network piece, right? Maybe there's some yep. makers that are <clears throat> are year two in that don't mind doing those kind of jobs, and if you have somebody, you know, that you can pass them off to, that's that's where that network piece goes. What about threats and opportunities? Maybe okay. you have anything so to share?
1: Opportunities. I feel like I have slightly a longer list, and my threats are small because I, I feel like even though they're there, She's I can I, I um So, opportunities. I'm adding a new machine, and mm-hmm. uh, I'm super excited. Um, so, I'm going to be adding uh, a CO2 galvo and it's coming in a few weeks. I'm super excited. So I feel like, um, you know, I can run the CO2 with my eyes closed. Can I yeah. run the fiber with ease? Yes, I can. Can I run the UV with like total confidence? Yes. So now I feel like I can tackle another you know, another tool, um, to kind of like add to my, um, product offering and to my shop. And, and I feel like adding this last tool, I don't know if it will be my last, but I feel like it will help me with production work. Mm-hmm. I know the UV did, um, 10 times, then I thought, you know, it would after opening it after uncreating it and starting it within 24 hours, I was up and running. yeah um was I cursing in the back you know in that 24 hours yes a lot um did I throw some stuff you know because I was frustrated yes did I waste a lot of materials yes like three cases of glasses I wasted and did I waste you know resources and materials yes did I um waste time you know that I'm supposed to be spending with my my family and friends yes because I was determined to, to really fine tune what I wanted to do with my UV laser. And so I feel like that's yeah. a huge win for me. Um, I need to clean up my and enhance my shopping experience on my website. I know there's a few glitches here and there that I need to fix. I think I'm blessed in that way. I understand how it works. I know how to build websites. I know how to build an e-commerce website. I know how it runs i understand seo so i'm using those as a big opportunity for me to use it in my own shop um i need to boost my fair business account more um i did that at later in the year last year and i'm seeing so many great things about it and so if you're not on Fair, maybe you guys need to consider it um you need to obtain new clients i don't know how you guys want to start that maybe you know, doing your marketing more, fine-tuning that, um, maintain wholesale accounts, getting new ones this year. I've I've gained about 10 last year and I want to gain maybe 20 more this year. We'll see. Um, I need to explore more ideas, just kind of like really experiment with different materials and offering that for this year. Um, Threats. I have three at the top of my head. I want to be different seem different from my local competition and i want to be different from alicia i want to be different from Matt. do i see both of them as a threat no because i know i can use them do i see my local competitions as a threat maybe but i know i know i'm capable of what i can offer i am not threatened at all just because I know, you know, I'm powerful in that regard. There are still some times where I'm like, I'm thinking, okay, do I need to worry about this? But then I have to take a step back, like Alicia was saying, well,
0: I think you're different. And so it's yeah. nice. it's nice to have but, but you know, I'm gonna add on to this as someone who's close to you but sees an outside lens you have threats because people are wanting to copy what you're producing and what I've seen you do to mitigate that, which was your action plan. And you may not have noticed that you did this is because so many people want to copy your designs because they're like so different. You're, you're very intentional on in when you drop those new products, mm-hmm. yep. you don't give people time to copy. Well,
1: I did that with very high intentions the last year. Because yeah. I know we're in this space very closely and, you know, I just want to be very strategic with product drops. Do I drop yeah. products silently outside my social page? Yes, absolutely. All my wholesalers know ahead of time what will be hitting the market. Will it reach my social media right away? It won't. It will take market months. Listing. Yeah, it will yeah. take months. Um but, you know, I did that last year just because I didn't want to give my, um, my, I don't know, my competition.
0: Yeah, I mean, keep that edge.
1: Room, yeah. yeah, a room to kind of like reinvent the wheel. I didn't want them to. Yeah. That.
0: No, uh, that's yeah. smart business. That's smart business execution right there. But it is a realistic threat that a lot of us have. I, you know, share too much. But I mean... I do. And I know people pick stuff off, but I'm not in the space. I'm not as good as a designer and product lines as you have, but that is something that someone like you does need to be aware of. I do like to shop. If I'm in a pinch, I do like to shop and
1: support other designers out there. I'm not against that. And so if you're in a pinch, use them and, yeah. and see, you know, what they have. Um, I know we're in this group. There's so many groups and so many people sharing. It's so great to see. It's just.
0: Everything. You got to protect your business at the end of well, the day. This is yeah, fun. All these groups are, but <clears throat> you're running a business. Well, the
1: thing it's is. Just like
2: Disney's smacking heads the other day we were talking about. Yeah. Oh,
1: I saw that. So anyway, when you're looking at it on your newsfeed, all my friends are seeing what I'm seeing. And so when you see a sponsored ad pop up and it's a lasered item, I know one of my friends will probably order from them. I'm not going to stop. I'm not going to be worried about it. Maybe maybe it's a good deal, good for them. I like finding deals too. And so I think you need to take a step back and see, okay, if this maker is doing something great, what is it? Like, what's their secret sauce? Don't go asking them. Of course, they're not going to share it with you. And I don't, Yeah. I think it's tacky when you um, when you ask another maker, like, hey, where'd you get that? You know, yeah. on their business page. <laughs> oh, don't
0: do that. Yeah, Yeah. Um, business etiquette. So we, we're getting, we're about five minutes out. We're, I'd like to run about an hour, but Matt, is there any of uh, these quadrants that you want to share a little bit? Any highlights yep. here?
2: <clears throat> so I think a lot of what May and you've said, I, I share in, Uh, My big thing, my strength is schools. I mean, seeing as how I'm a teacher and I work with schools all the time, that's been one of my biggest strengths and getting that network going. Um, Having a crew or a network, like you guys said, is a big strength. Like I've got the Laser Everything group and I've got you guys. And when I got sick, one of the first things Alicia and May both said is like, can you fulfill your orders? If not, we got you, which was really cool. Like that was nice to be on my deathbed knowing that someone would help me out if I needed it uh, because it was bad. Um, The versatility this year, the UV CO2, the upping production and workflow, um, being a people person, just go out and have a drink and talk to these people who run these establishments, guys. And if you don't think you're brave enough, have two drinks, right? And then just like one of the biggest jobs I got a couple of years ago was because I had two beers and two beers deep. I said, these glasses look like shit. And the guy goes, (laughs) What? He goes, you think you could do better? And I said, yes, I absolutely could. And I got like a $500 order that night for having a beer. Sweet. So um, be willing to try new things is one of my things. Like I'm doing my first airplane panel in a week. Never done one of those, but the guy sent me some mock-up material and I knocked it out. <clears throat> um, learning to say no this year has been pretty good for me. Like I've told people I can't do it for that price. Sometimes it's not even saying no, I can't do the job. It's just I need to raise my price. Um, so those are my strengths this year. Weakness, one-man shop. I really want to get like one of my former students or somebody who's like around 19 or 20 because that's a good age. They've got a lot of flexibility and they're very smart people and they learn technology so fast. So I really want to try and get like a shop helper. Um, Time management is a weakness, online presence. Like you guys have said, I got to like people know me from the groups and everything, but that doesn't really make me money. Right. So I need to get my, my website being useful. And I've got an idea for it though. Um, The cost this year was a weakness. Everything went up and I didn't adjust prices quick enough. And that was a big weakness for me. And that was part of me learning to say no. Um, And then photography, Jesus, I suck at photography. I need to learn to do better. Like May sends me like her garbage pictures. I'm I'm like, how did you do that? How did you do that? And she's like, that was just on the kitchen counter. And I'm like, so that's a, I suck. Um, opportunity, go to coaches meetings, guys. If you're someone who has an in with your athletic boosters, go to coaches meetings and pitch your stuff. Like I've made more money from my school this year by taking a 10 minute window at the beginning of the year and passing out a flyer and sending out an email with all my information on it. Um, it's been really lucrative, uh, getting a roto boss low roller. I'm really excited about getting one of those to up my UV outage. Uh, and then festivals, farmers markets, local businesses are all opportunities this year that I'm going to be hitting on because now I can, you know, if if someone says I need a hundred of those, I can do it in like a weekend. Um, and then finally the threats are my time management, the growth that's happening. Like I need to be able to keep up with it. And then just like May said, having that funk at the beginning of the year. So I've been trying to get out here in the physical space and by doing stuff, kick that funk and just start thinking about next year and, and going.
0: Yeah. Now, I appreciate you guys both sharing those. (laughs) And uh, this has been kind of a great example for other people to hear, you know, what other makers as they walk around the wheel, what that likely is. And this exercise, I encourage everyone to do it. You can be super detailed about it. But the one thing you need to really do is be very objective about it. Like if if you're going to look at, hey, some of my products weren't that great. Some of them did suck, right? They didn't sell. (laughs) So really take that lens and zoom in on yourself and your products and and give yourself that harsh critical feedback. Guarantee you, if you do this exercise and then step out and look at it and say, hmm, what should I change about my business? It will make large improvements in your business and you'll see those returns. So we're gonna stop at that today. Do your SWOT analysis. The next live stream we'll talk about, now that you've done it, what actions do you need to start taking? And how to break that apart. So, any closing comments from you, either Matt or May, for today?
1: Um, it's just so nice to you know be able to chat about you know what you guys have learned from last year and what you guys are going to be doing for this year. Um, I value your expertise in so many different aspects as as a maker, and you know it's nice that I we can powwow as a you know laser friend. I feel like. I've grown and um, I've, you know, expanded not because I was, you know, doing this on my own. It's because of, because of you guys and because of everybody in the community helping and chiming in. And so I, I feel like I'm a better person and better maker because of you guys and all the other people in our group that are super helpful and just great.
0: Appreciate that. What about you, Matt?
2: I was gonna say I'm really looking forward to using this to actually do something with it. Like I really yeah. want to take action and grow this year. Like I want this to be my last year teaching, maybe. Yeah. You know, like and actually do this. So can do it, yeah. We'll see. So, so that's it. And I think yeah. with everything we do in here and all the discussions we have, I think. Yeah. Well,
1: well, if you need, right. to, you know, if you need us to kind of like look at something or you know bounce ideas.
0: We're here. I think it might be good for us three, for us three, yeah. to do our swats and then share them with each other. Yeah. And then we, we can have a discussion. So, <laughs> all right. So, listen. I appreciate everybody attending today. It um, it's an hour's worth. So we're going to put it up on YouTube and then we're going to turn it into a podcast. And we'll continue to have this conversation on the Laser Lounge Facebook uh, Facebook group. And so, any any questions you have, uh, please ask them in this chat and we'll try to get them answered for you. And I want to thank our sponsors today, Thunder Laser USA and Rotoboss Rotary Attachments. We appreciate all the support that you guys do for us in funding some of the applications that we run here today. So you guys have a wonderful 2023. Get those SWATs done, and we'll see you guys later. Take care. Bye. Thanks.
2: See you guys.